Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's in the studio with me. And um, I, you know what? We're not going to talk about uh, puking underwater anymore. Thank God. We're going to talk about what happens when you have to go number two. No, Sorry. no, we're not. Sorry, what? No, that was another show. Too, Greg. That was uh, Bubble Boy and Dominica. We we've we don't need to rehash <laughs> That's been that. well chronicled. Yes, on exactly. Other episodes. So the true. Warhammer. But uh, look, CJ's in the studio with me, and then we have the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web, as you can see on Facebook Live today. Barry the Bugger, Capital D Martini. Uh, we got Jerry the Diver Guy, Vinny Two Tanks, Bubble Boy. Casey the Tobacco Nut, and now all bundled up and looking like just a bundle of joy, uh, the Aqua Gypsy. Uh, Brittany is with us. How you doing, Brittany? What's going on? You there? I can't hear I'm you. I'm doing well, oh, Greg. Thank is. you. Yeah. You wanted to get in on this conversation that we were talking about of of getting sick underwater and how to handle it properly as a dive instructor? or Yeah. I've. It's never happened to me before. What? But, um I know, right? You lie. But you I, lie. I did live in Key West, and not so much the morning trips, because that was the Vandenberg, so everyone knew not to go on those after doing the Duval crawl, yeah. but a lot of people ended up going on the afternoon trips and got sick on the reef, Right, and there were thousands and thousands of yellowtail snapper that came about. Mm-hmm. So the next time you want to eat a yellowtail snapper, think about what it just ate. Well, you know, once again, it's a circle of life. And what happened with us, we were going to catch lobster. I figure if I'm going to take from the sea, I shall give. That's so, a good way of looking at it. Yeah, exactly. Chicken of the sea. Uh, in a sense. <laughs> in a sense. It was really like a chewed up donut. Chicken soup of the sea. I had a donut. Oh, we also have Mermaid Kristen back with us. I thought we had grossed her out and she signed off, but she's back with us. So, no, uh, sorry, I couldn't hear you. I had to go get some headphones. Okay, she had to get some headphones. Understood. Okay, she's gonna well, chuck an axe at your head. Well, exactly. Oh, are you working today, Kristen? Is no, that, no, I'm not. I worked uh, last night. All right, all right. She, she, look, she looks like a, she's at a bar. All that talk of getting sick under, and there's her beer. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Yay. So we made you thirsty. All that talk made you thirsty. <laughs> we didn't gross her out. I we just made I her thirsty. I got a little bit jealous. Yeah. Lucas and I kept hearing you guys talk about the happy hour, so he and I decided that we would go get us um, our own happy hour. Drink. Well, there you go. God bless you. All right. Well, there you go. That, that makes sense. It is Scuba Radio happy hour, and uh, I'm glad... Well, that we were a bad influence on her, I guess. Is that what it was, CJ, you think? That's a good influence. Okay. It's a good you idea. You say so. 
All right, we're hey, not Greg, diving. I have an environmental question for Go you. Go ahead, Casey, the tobacco When nut. you're diving, what's the status of the lionfish population these days? Well, you Good, know, in bad, South Florida, where we were, right off of, I don't know, we were right by uh, the Port Everglades Inlet. There were all the cruise ships going in and out. And what was the pier right there, uh, Captain Walt? What is that pier by uh, Port Everglades, just north? Dania Pier. Dania oh, Pier. North? No, the oh, Dania Pier is south. south. Okay, so the one north that we went to, Barry, was where? Which one was that? Was that Las Olas uh, or? Something? No, I'm not saying exactly where. Oh, it was, you don't know. Barry doesn't know. No, there yeah. is one off Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah. there is he, one in Fort. There's uh, Anglin's Pier. Anglin's Pier, but that's too far north. That's okay. Lauderdale by the sea. Yeah, right. was it was it Lauderdale by no, the sea? There, there no, was it wasn't no that pier. far north. There was no pier where we were, and I'm not going to tell anyone where we were. Ah, okay, good Ooh, point. He's buried. That's why he's buried the bugger. He saves the hot spots. Because we did find lobster. We found some good lobster. Um, we had good activity. To answer Casey's question, I only saw two both days. Two, yeah. Two lionfish. And, and they were all small. These are fairly popular sites. And uh, the, the divers down in them? South Florida. No. Because no, the, they're too small. They're, it's not even they're worth They're never too with. small. Kill them. Well, we didn't with have anything what? to kill them with. Kindness? Uh, yeah. What we're going to do? Kill them. I, I, them. I, I, I tried to puke on them, but that didn't help. stick. Yeah. No, so, you, Greg, did you take the regulator out of your mouth or did you keep it in your mouth? I, I, I took it out because Whoa. I'm a dive instructor nope, and I figured I could do, do that. Well, that's mm-hmm. we, we spoke about that in hour one. Yep. And I said wow. that, you know, if you're not really comfortable with this uh, technique, you should not do that. You should not take it out of your, your mouth. But we were only Always like take it out. 15. Take it out. Uh, that is incorrect, Bubble Boy. See, see, Bubble Boy's talking as a uh, very much as a non-instructor because Brittany is a dive instructor. She knows the rules of the road. And Bubble Boy, what you just said is... is uh, you know, typical newbie nonsense. Are you with me? Well, the whole regulator with my mermaid breakfast. Yeah, I, I did it because I said I'm a dive instructor. I, I'm very comfortable in the water. I've been through quite a bit as well as Brittany. But if you're a newer diver, you should not do that. Right, Brittany? You well, with that's me on that? Correct. Yeah. See? Yeah. Do, it, do as I say, not as I do. Well, that is true. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, you it is a say? little bit of truth to that. What, Brittany? Oh, Walt had something to say. What? What do you say, well, Walt? That's what happens when you guys eat solid food. <laughs> Damn it! I knew take it, it from a pro. Take it from a liquid, you know, uh, diet pro. <laughs> Captain Walt knows how to manage. Did you eat a bunch of fake crab for breakfast that morning? You took oh. something out of Walt's fridge. No, that was uh, cheese wrapped in. Oh, is that what that was? Wasn't it? Okay, yeah, prosciutto wrapped cheese sticks. <laughs> he handed to CJ. Said, "Here, yeah. eat this <laughs> greasy kielbasa." It looked delicious. They were good. Yeah. Okay, I have another thing. Yes, Brittany, go. Guess what today is? It is Saturday. Scuba Radio Happy Hour. <laughs> it is oh. National Sawfish Day. National Sawfish Day? So what are you yeah, supposed to do? if you see a fish, you saw it. No, <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to saw a fish in half. Is that it? No. No, no you honor all the fish you saw in the past. Okay. Barry just told that lame joke. What is it, Brittany? It's an actual sawfish, Greg. Oh, yeah, of course. I know. See. Yeah. Have you seen a sawfish before? Yes. I have yeah. two. I've seen one in an aquarium, actually, at Marine Land. Nope. I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, Greg and I go with the oldest sawfish in Kansas. That's right. Casey was with me on that trip. Oh, That's true. Yeah, one of I, the first shows. I don't think I've seen uh, one in the wild, but you have. Is that right, Brittany? Yes. Yeah, so I, um, I wasn't diving, though. I was doing a research project with Rickery Bay, yeah. and so we were tagging sharks. So we catch them 
in the uh, gill net, pull them out, and then tag them and put them back in the water through Marine. Right. And uh, instead, we tagged a sawfish. Wow. So we, I mean, we, we ended up catching the sawfish, and then we tagged it and um, put it back in the water. You tagged it, and then it, was that before or after it, it took off a limb? Because don't they take um, their I nose, actually, their saws, and like, it. whack, you kissed it. I got to kiss it, yeah. I have pictures. Oh, that wow. sounds a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You know, you catch you, a fish, and so you kiss it for good luck to put it back. You do? Is that a thing? Are you supposed yeah, to kiss? You're supposed to kiss your fish if you catch it? Walt, that's a thing, isn't it? Walt? Sure. Definitely. Greg's <laughs> <laughs> even a lobster afraid before to, you eat them. Are you no, I, afraid to kiss, touch them? I kiss every fish that comes by. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I, I have not heard of this. Uh, I don't know. Is this like a tradition or is Greg, this a- if you don't want to kiss the fish, if you're uncomfortable with that, kiss my ass. <laughs> That's Greg. I mean, not, can we just? It's. Do you have a sawfish story? No? I, well, I just told it. I say. I said. I saw it at Marine Line. Uh, they look like chainsaws. They do look like chainsaws. They, they do look, look like chainsaws. They do look freaky. But I, I've seen that they can take that saw and whack stuff. That's what they do. So if you got too close and it was annoyed with you, it could whack you upside the head with that chainsaw with the little teeth sticking out, and that would yeah. leave a leave a nasty mark. I'm guessing. So, but they're, they're not really, uh, I don't think they're aggressive fish at all. I've never heard of anyone getting hurt by them, but I know that's how they sting their fish like that. That's how they catch prey, right? Yes. I think they are in, well, we were in the back bays of Mm -hmm. the Everglades, but I'm pretty sure that they enjoy like murky water. Yeah, that would make sense. And then, I mean, and, and, and if you make your move on them and kiss them, they probably aren't going to whack you with their saw anyway. So that may be where that whole tradition and technique came from. Yeah, you're yeah, just kind of yeah for a drink in a movie. It's like yeah, it's like foreplay or something. You know, a little necking and you know, you suck some face, and then they're they're going to leave you alone. And then you've it's had your saw blade, baby. What what was that? Anyway, it was Casey, it, you're uh, cut off, Casey. Uh, well, take that for what it's worth. It's National Sawfish. Is it National or World Sawfish Day, Brittany? It is you know? international. It, it is. Okay. So world. How about that? International. So look for a sawfish and make out with it. That's what you're supposed to do on soft, International Sawfish Day. I don't think that's accurate. That's what the Aqua Gypsy just said, CJ. Are you going to question the Aqua Gypsy? What you said. No, I just said what she said. Blame her. More coming up. Stay close. is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Hi, Larry. Florida's funny lobster season is open and the divers are coming for us. Fear not, my quaking crustacean. We're way too fast for those bubble-blowing morons. But they have the equalizer. The equalizer? The equalizer is a lightweight lobster snare with a one-handed band-powered trigger that grabs lobsters fast. Get your equalizer now at Florida Dive Retailers and at lobstersnare.net. Larry, duck in. I can see your antenna. Yikes. The equalizer lobster snare at lobstersnare.net. 
Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save us St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Tarek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Mmm, let's talk lobster. Yeah, lobster! Steak, shrimp, or lobster. Oh, lobster. Whipping, 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 whipping up the pot. In the kitchen, flipping, flipping like a mobster. Hold on, hold on. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving and steak, shrimp, and lobster. We had a little bit of all of that uh, in our little South Florida run for Florida Spiny Lobster. We uh, mixed in some uh, shrimp, and uh, we might add a little steak there at one of the meals there, too, you know, or burgers. Burgers, maybe? I don't remember. It's a blur. It is a bit of a blur. But, you know, it really was nice to get down there, do some diving, you know, get out of the routine of being locked down and just talking about diving, actually getting down and doing it. The weather window finally uh, cooperated where we can get down there and do some lobster and uh, get away from watching the news and all the political ads and all that stuff. But, you know, you can't escape it. You know, we were down there in South Florida, even though we were on the boat and diving, uh, we were seeing flags, political flags and protests and, I don't know, rallies, whatever you want to call it. And as much as we tried to... uh Avoid that. We we really couldn't. And even, you know, it was funny. They, the political ads in particular just seem to know where you're at and know what kind of frame of mind you are in. No matter which candidate you are looking to support, they seem to be able to know where you are and uh, zero in on your location. And, and this one was, you know, I, this is why I kind of wonder if social media in particular, are they're listening to you on your phones. Because we were sitting there minding our own business on the dive site so getting ready to head out on the uh on the boat and uh my my phone just starts playing this ad america needs real leadership 
From the mountains of Virginia comes a voice in the wilderness. What's going on? Jerry the Diver Guy. Hey, this is Jerry the Diver Guy coming at you live from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. This salt of the earth has overcome a lot. I lost my damn flip-flop. Jerry won't back down from a challenge. I can beat Pete Booty Jizz. Jerry listens to the people. I heard y'all folks are concerned about the economy. I have a plan. I call it economics. Uh, I'm sorry. Did he say Hickonomics? Who's drunk? From the outhouse to the White House. Here, hold my beer a minute. From sea to moonshining sea. Jerry 2020. Make America dive again. I'm Jerry the Diver Guy, and I approve this message. Well, there you go. Uh, you know, actually, when I think about it, it was kind of refreshing. And I was like, there is a candidacy that I could actually support, you know? That was the longest setup to a bit I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Just as an aside. Yeah, well, it's just what we do. We got to help him. We got to help out out this candidacy any way we can. And uh, so there you go. Uh, I I may write him in. You will? Okay. Uh, I think you you should. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry wasn't even paying attention. No, I had a I had a conference call I had to do. Oh, uh, right, exactly. Comfort a, call. He had to talk to his campaign stickers. team. Yeah. yeah, campaign team. Right, and a couple of them want me to certify them. So, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hey, but you know what? What do you know? You know what? Well, it listen. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. almost beer thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Getting a head start. <laughs> oh boy, Jerry the Diver guy. Who's drunk? That'd be me. Yep. There you go. Well, now you know who to vote for. If you're I confused, I just want a bumper sticker so I can put it on the ass of my truck. <laughs> I, you, you well, actually, you don't that. even need uh, your truck. <laughs> stick it on the back. Are you saying he's got a wide ass? I, I don't know. How big is the sticker? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, you know, obviously, we're having too much fun here on Scuba Radio. And uh, after, you know, it's kind of like basking in the afterglow of lobster diving, isn't it, CJ, for you and I, at least? Uh, I wouldn't and put bubble. it that way. And, well, and uh, Barry the Bugger. Exactly. I mean, he was with us. He didn't dive, but he he got to uh, experience our joy. My, uh, he fixed my issue. You so did have an you. issue. So thank you, uh, Barry and Walt. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. So b- basically what happened, CJ, uh, when he was gearing up, realized... After he uh, hooked his regulator up, there was a leak around the uh, gauges, you know, the swivel uh, of the gauges. Yeah. Yeah, on the pressure gauge. And we're like, oh, that's not good. And last time you did that, you had a problem with your BC. I'd fixed that for you. Yeah. And this time we had another issue. You keep having issues with your gear, man. What's up with that? Stuff happens. What's that, that, uh, Jerry? Have you have you not realized he is an issue? Well, I mean, I mean, it just goes to show. If you dive enough, you're going to have issues. We love you, though. Well, you know, I think it kind of goes back to uh, preparing. Who hasn't had an issue with their gear? Accordingly. Well, or have backup plans. You know, I, I usually have redundancy on stuff, whether it's dive computers. some extra hoses? I- yeah. What do, you, what do you do, Vinny? What do you think? I can't hear you, Vinny. Talk to me. You forgot to uh, un... Hit you, your mic you again. Yeah. You each have spare airs. That's right. You should add a spare air with him. And he did. 
So that would have lasted five minutes. Well, it would have. <laughs> that would have. Yeah, that wouldn't have replaced this. the so, option. Yeah, so but, O-rings. Well, O-rings in this case, I don't even know how you fix that because this was a uh, leak around the swivel. Uh, no, that that, that high pressure gauge. hose was gone. The high pressure hose was le- leaking around the swivel. It was toast. Well, exactly. Well, the there is a, in there a little uh, O-ring in there on the swivel. No, no, no. You no. Those are crimped. If you looked at it, you can't take that apart. That's a one-shot deal. Is that true, where, Jerry? Where was the leak from? Was it was, it, it was from around it was, the hose or no. from the nipple itself? The swivel. From the swivel. Well, that's the just swivel. O-ring. Right. No, it's you just can't O-ring. take it apart. It's crimped. That is incorrect, It's not Barry. the O-ring. That is incorrect. You can it's take it apart, apart Barry. No, you can't take it apart. Yes, you can it, take it. Can. Hold on. When hold on. Quiet. Quiet. Uh, Casey the Tobacco Nut is a former dive shop owner and has done plenty of uh, gear repairs, uh, and I'm going to defer to him and his authority. Casey. The amazing majority of swivels I've seen come to two pieces. There's a screw in the center. Right. No, and you, have you to take look it apart, it you replace the little micro O-ring. Yeah, I don't Barry, see what the hell's wrong with you? I could have told swivel, you that. I don't see how a swivel can be crimped because okay. crimp doesn't allow anything to swivel. No, no, no. The swivel, the one that goes into the gauge itself, not the one that goes into the uh, first state, into the uh, first Bill, stage. I mean, the side Barry, that went Barry. in the first let stage. All right, go, Barry. Barry. Let it go. Okay, keep that. <laughs> CJ, keep that hose and hand it to Casey. Tell him to fix it. It, it can be fixed. There is an O-ring right, okay, there, Okay, Barry. Barry, let me ask you one there. Are you talking about the actual swivel or the part that attaches to the swivel at the base of the hose? That's No, the, the actual yeah. swivel. Where it comes it's, apart. Where, no, it, it does. To. Barry, it, it does have to come apart. What are you, out of your gourd? Of course it comes apart, think, Barry. Stop and think about this one second. That, that, yes, Barry, you are partially right. It does have a small crimp there to yeah. keep it from pulling out. But it doesn't mean you can't replace it. No. Right. It See, I was correct. I was correct. Okay. That's all that really matters. More coming up. Stay close. is the world's first radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master cj's in the studio with me back from lobster diving and cj had an issue with his uh, pressure gauge leaking uh right there where the hose attaches to the high pressure gauge and barry said it couldn't be fixed well and, I and knew we didn't uh, crap, i don't think we said on the air barry swapped out the hose right he fixed it one of uh, walt's a bush fix he did a bush fix sorry yeah hey, when you're in the field you're in the bush and you fix it. <laughs> what, what, that's just what they do. Oh. When, yeah, when you're in the outback. I haven't heard about those since the 80s. Yeah. And so they... It was, it was a MacGyver fix, and it got him in the water, and he didn't leak any air. That's right. But that doesn't mean it can't be fixed. 
Well, uh, then like I want you to keep that hose. Don't throw that of out. Of course he's not going to throw no, no, it no. out. Don't throw the hose uh, out. Here's what I, I told him, because here's the, here's what you do with that kind of type of situation. You've got to take it to the dive shop. and uh, But before you do, you just do a little Google search on what it would cost to buy a new pressure high-pressure gauge like it and find out what that is. My guess for the type he had, it was Oceanic. Uh, it'd be about a hundred, couple hundred bucks, maybe tops. No. Not even that? No. Yeah. yeah, but but I'm just uh, saying, I you can, can look it up. No problem. Well, yeah, but I mean, you can Google it and then take it to the dive shop just so he knows what a new one would cost. Make sure they don't, you know, you don't go into a place and they say, oh, yeah, it'll be 200 bucks. No. I'll get you. Uh, Is get, it don't worry about it. I'll fix it next time I'm down there, Greg. Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, uh, uh, we understand that Jerry the Diver Guy has volunteered to fix it. Casey says what? Is it digital or No, Analog. analog. Yeah, it's just a standard pressure gauge. It won't cost much at all. Right. What do you think? A hundred bucks, maybe? Is it even that? I doubt that. that. That's a very basic gauge. They've been around forever, Greg. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. I haven't priced one out in a while. It's also a compass on it. It's a combo. Well, the compass is separate. That's that's uh, that's on the other side of your console. That's not part of the pressure gauge, CJ. He's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Oh, that's right. They can separate them. How dare you question me? Don't you know who I am? Sorry, Master. Yes, okay. All right, I'll let it slide this time. More coming up. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Steady, old man. Prove you're not completely useless. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Uh, by the way, next week we plan to have a guy on named. Hamish is his first name, but he uh, has discovered some glass sponges in uh, British Columbia, Canada, and uh, he's going to tell us all about them. I've seen the pictures. We'll talk more about this, obviously, next week, and uh, it's it's pretty impressive stuff, but they didn't think these things existed anymore. He found an extinct type of uh, coral called, well, or, or, or sponge called glass sponges. Have you ever heard of a glass sponge? Never. No, Jerry the Diver Guy, glass sponge, yes? Yes, I have. You have? Yes. He's a liar. Uh, Casey? I ain't your quart. <laughs> wait, wait, excuse me? What? Is it a pint glass? Oh, good point. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's how they measure them. I don't know. These are big eight ones, feet. like eight feet tall. Uh, but they, uh, they're they in deep water, and they found them in a place they didn't think they existed uh, anymore in the world, I guess, but they just uh, found him. He's going to tell us all about it next week on the big show. Also, by the way, we were using the equalizer, uh, catching those lobsters in South Florida. It worked perfect as usual. You can the check it out. Lobsterlooper.com. Say that, Jerry. What? The greatest thing ever made. Yeah. The one handed lobster snare. And, uh, you know, I'm working on some video 
uh, to put up at scubaradio.com of, of me catching a lobster because you know I, we had we, we had an interesting setup when we were trying to catch these lobster because really the it, the goal was twofold it was one to catch lobster throw up underwater yep well no that was a bonus and uh, two was to actually film us catching lobster but we only had a two man team so we had a dive flag we had a lobster catch bag we had an equalizer and we had a camera now that's four hands. That's uh, all we had available to us, and it's a little tricky when you're trying to do all this stuff at, at the same time. And uh, what I found, I mean, CJ did do some of the filming when I was trying to snare him with the equalizer, but I actually found that I could actually hold the camera in my left hand and snare him with the equalizer, and I got better footage from that, not to knock your video footage God technique. Uh, CJ, but Son it sucked. It was terrible. It sucks. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was interesting. But I was like, oh yeah, I can actually do this. I can film with a GoPro in my left hand, and I can snare the lobster with the equalizer in my right hand, and I had no problem. It was pretty uh, interesting way to go about things, and it worked. So uh, check it out, lobsterlooper dot com. It's a pretty convenient little device when you're catching Florida spiny lobster. The equalizer. And uh, the equalizer. Yeah, we heard them talking underwater when we were coming. It was funny how they Hi, sounded Larry. just like that. Yeah, we saw Larry and what was the other one? I, I don't think the other one had a name. Oh, okay, Larry and then Lobster, just Lobster. Anyway, it was a good time. Uh, we had, we had our uh, Moray dive lights as well. And by the way, Moray dive lights, uh, MoreyDiveLights dot com. If you use coupon code Scuba Radio, forty percent off the uh, Moray DCT. Uh, Casey, why are you shaking your head on Facebook Live? The Moray Dive Light? Uh, are you no, looking? actually, I was trying to single Bubble Boy to go back to his previous background. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I, Thanks yeah. for paying attention. I thought he was shaking good, the good, lice off his head. Good call, Moray Jason. Dive Lights are wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you know, these are things you can see on Facebook Live. And by the way, we have been uh, tweaking it a little bit. Do you like the videos uh, set out, guys? Gang? Sure, gals. I do. You can see more, and uh, we apologize up front, but if you want to see what Scuba Radio and the uh, crew look like, uh, you can do that on Facebook Live. Comment Big accordingly, mistake. complain, uh, but we apologize you in advance. You want to be massively disappointed. Yes, exactly. If you can handle it. A lot of people go, wow, you, you look so much better on the radio. Yeah. And I was like, well, hey, you know, it is what it is. So... Uh, but you can see things like uh, the Aqua Gypsy. She kind of balances us off or balances a- She's us She's sitting out. like in a spooky room. A spooky room. Yeah, Very why is it so dark lit. there? You're, where are you at exactly, Brittany? In a cave? So oh, it's your- I, I got my little, um, what? my stingrays up here so I can pretend that I'm at We can't cave. see it. It's all dark where Just you are. Just know there's a ghost behind uh, you. That's a ghost, exactly. Yeah, you do. You <laughs> yeah. look like you're in a haunted house for Halloween or something. But you are. I you're kind of like, up in the northeast. Look at, look at me now. Ooh, spooky. She looks like she needs to tell a ghost story or something. Look it? behind you. Look yeah. behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, uh, anyway, you can see all this stuff on Facebook Live. Comment, question. Uh, you know, uh, listen, whatever you want to do, boys, share it with your friends. Needs to say something. So. Yeah, go ahead. I, well, he he's doing a little flashback to his virtual throat, background. Do anything. 
That's Kelly, yeah. the Brazilian swimsuit model behind you. You actually it? took that picture, Greg. That was, uh, I think it was one of Explorer Ventures. I think right that, that is on the back of the Turks and Caicos Explorer Venture Liveaboard trip. I think we were in the Bahamas at the time, but we were on the TN- TNC2 uh, Liveaboard. Yeah. And Kelly, the Brazilian swimsuit model, was doing a photo shoot on the dive platform. That's better. And if I remember correctly, back in the day, she had brought literally 23 bikinis on for the photo shoot. That uh, We were actually going to shoot some stuff with her and some new scuba radio merchandise, like towels and hats and things like that. And she brought a bunch of bikinis. And and, uh, we were shooting on the dive platform on the back of the vessel. And Kelly would uh, we'd do some pictures, and then she'd go into the engine room, which was connected to the to the dive platform, and she'd change into a different bikini just to make mm-hmm. the pictures look, you know, uh, a variety. And then after we did this about you know ten times or so, uh, JF the captain comes on the PA, says, uh, "Hey guys, great photo shoot you're doing, but does Kelly realize there's a camera in the engine room?" Where she's changing, <laughs> you're like her on the Amrake. and I'm that was like, so funny, and I'm yeah. like, she does now, and uh, that was a good time. And then that, that you know, video Greg, is probably somewhere online to, to this Greg, day. It's I don't, sacrifices like this that you do yeah. in the name of broadcasting that make you beloved all over the world. Well, you know, it's it just these kind of magical moments happen. Uh, at I mean, some point, sacrifice. It, you know, in 23 years of doing this show, we've had a story or two, you know, that uh, comes out like that. And, you know, and it's it's those you, you can't script that type of stuff. That's just radio gold, just magic. And, you know, you can't plan for it. It just happens sometimes when the planets align and everything is is just uh, the way it should be. Very much unlike it is right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Most of the time, hey. it's like it is right now. Sorry. <laughs> except. Okay. Except, oh, uh, except what, Walt? What, what were right. you going to say? Captain except Walt? Here. Except here. at the Gomez Hilton where it's magic literally 24 uh, 7. Yeah. 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 You know, the only thing that didn't happen la- this, this previous week when we were diving in South Florida, we, we saw, or, or well, I should say, I smelled. The uh, drunken sailor, but I never saw him. We only smelt him. Hmm. Yeah, he's like Fletcher. He is. Like so Fletcher. I don't. I don't know what happened. He was. Uh, you know, th- there was rumors he was camped out under the, you know, under the dock there at the Gomez Hilton. He might have been sleeping behind Walt's Corvette. Well, I, I thought it was under the dock. It, I mean, it smelled like rotten fish. <laughs> so are you sure it was. Are you sure it was the drunken sailor, and not of? Uh, Sewer problem. At well, I, okay, that's what I'm saying. I didn't see it. I just oh, smelled him. I said, oh, oh. that sure does smell like the drunken sailor to me. And I was like, and, and but he never did really show his uh, face. So I never saw him at the Gomez Hilton. It or, could have been your fetid, rotting dive gear. Or maybe we, we passed out that day after the rum uh, before, you know, he came out. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, did you see him at all, uh, Walt, yourself? Because you kind of hung back. You weren't diving with us. Did he ever show no, his I, head or, or no? I, I think I smelt him under the dock. Yeah, you smelt him too. He smells like a boiled or uh, a brick of spoiled cheddar cheese. Okay. But, but we have no we have no toilet problems here at the Gomez Hilton because of the uh, $100 bills that you uh, That's right. You can you know the Gomez Hilton has went through a a, a sewer upgrade. 
or I don't know. Is that uh, what is that exactly? But it, you, you wipe your butt with hundred dollar bills at the Gomez Hilton now. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. special. How about that? Pretty special. I, you don't get that at your average, you know, hotel stay. And uh, you know, so you know, you get that to look. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Yes. I heard those were single ply dollar bills. Well, you know yeah. what? It was uh, I, it, it, during our stay. I think CJ said he had a couple uh, three or four hundred dollar deposits. I heard Greg through the door one time. In God we trust. <laughs> In God we trust. Oh boy. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving, flying, and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving, flying, and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy. And this is why I wanted to tell you about Nanook Professional Protective Cases. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. From their high-impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook cases generally cost less than similar products currently on the market. From an iPhone to a full set of dive gear, whatever you need to shield from the elements, Nanook Professional Protective Cases has the size, shape, and color for you. Go to Nanook.com. That's N-A-N-U-K.com for Nanook Professional Protective Cases. The evolution of protection. Hey, baby, what's going down? Later, nerd. Are you lacking with the ladies? Nope. Enhance your scuba superpowers with a new scuba radio hat. Wow, nice hat. Just picked it up at scubaradio.com. Buy two scuba radio hats and get free shipping. Need a dive, buddy, sexy? Always, and I got a scuba radio hat for you, too. (sighs) New scuba radio hats are now available at scubaradio.com. So cool. Order yours today or stay a loser. Why didn't I think of that? That was my first thought when I came across the Moray Dive Light. It's a high-quality dive light and noisemaker combined. Two items that can make every dive just a little safer. The Moray Dive Light is built like a tank and can easily mount to your BC or stuffed away in your BC pocket. The noisemaker won't rattle around and activates only when you need it. Ask for the Moray Dive Light at your local dive center or pick one up online at moraydivelights.com. That's moraydivelights.com. surface interval is complete you are now clear to dive with scuba radio scuba radio the world's first radio show devoted to diving scuba radio dive 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 what was it like i mean going down there and zero buoyancy you're floating around in the water and it's, it's like being on space yeah i mean that's how i felt it's that sort of you know you can explain how amazing it is to people when they've done it i think everybody kind of when people have you know dove and and, and enjoy it i think everybody understands why it's just that incredible i just love diving won't you tell me
is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. We're having a good time today, for sure. Uh, it, it doesn't get much better uh, after you've been catching a lobster down in South Florida for Florida spiny lobster season. And uh, Barry's been doing his research, not paying attention to the show and texting oh, CJ. Uh, like, here's the hose he needs. And that, that's not what he needs, Barry. He what need, does he need? He needs the gauge and the hose, not just the hose. No, there was nothing wrong with the gauge. Oh, boy. See, uh, okay, here's the thing. If you take, <laughs> if he takes his gauge, his pressure gauge, high pressure gauge, to a dive shop and say, can you fix this? They will replace the hose, and they will tell him how much it will cost to get it fixed. If you're going to buy something... He can't. He doesn't have the tools to fix that himself. That's why you it's would take it to a dive. It's an adjustable wrench. <laughs> what about the crimping thing you were talking about earlier? No, I I just told him, get a replacement hose and screw it into the gauge. That is incorrect. Uh, okay, Captain Moldy Martini, what say you? Walt, Walt do it. What do you think? No Walt? hose down here. No hose. No hose down. Is <laughs> that it? Oh, thanks for backing. I, that's up. not okay. right. I well, then forget there, it. There's plenty of them down there. No. It, well, it, you, the thing you sent for the hose. The high pressure hose is about forty five bucks. What he he sent, but if you get the whole gauge and the hose, it's like one hundred and thirty bucks. That's yeah. what that's what it is. So so if they, if someone's going to charge you at a dive shop, and the and the hose itself costs forty five bucks, and they charge you another twenty thirty bucks for to install it, then he has to make the decision: is it worth they, paying seventy five bucks or so to have it fixed, or should I just go ahead and just get you know, a brand new? Uh, Pressure gauge. Well, You're what say you? Gonna charge you thirty seven. Mary, how, how long did it take you to swap that out? Three uh, 20, seconds. Yeah, yeah twenty seven seconds. seconds. They're not going to charge them thirty bucks to swap yeah. out a hose. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends on the dive just shop. Take, I don't know. You got to know. Take the gauge and the hose over there and ask them: Can they replace the hose? And what it'll cost? Right. You could try. If you don't try, if you don't swing for the home run, you don't get the home run. Well, okay, but you know, and I was right. I, I told you, I figured it was probably between a hundred and and two hundred bucks for a new pressure gauge. So I said, take it into a dive shop, see what they uh, are going to charge you to fix it, and and you know what a whole new system would cost. So make sure you're not you're not going to get uh, you know screwed around. Right. Yeah. So now you know. I mean, and hopefully you will find a dive shop that'll do it for a reasonable cost. But now you know what it should probably. Uh, you know, cost to fix something like that. Right, Walt? Well, That's how you would look at it, wouldn't you, Walt? Yeah? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. All right, there you go. Brittany, what say you? You're an in dive instructor. You have this kind of stuff happen all the time. Would you tell uh, CJ to do the same ty- type of thing as I'm saying, or what? Yes, I would definitely tell CJ. Well, you're like smart. That. You're a genius. Yeah. Thank you. See? Greg loves people that agree with him. Of course. <laughs> duh. That means they're right. I mean, if I agreed uh, with Barry, we'd both be wrong. What's the point of that? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Hey, the key is uh, always, you know, the, I think you always need to have, I think whether it's in your fix, uh, fix a dive kit or just bring in extra stuff. So, like, you know, because it never fails. It, you know, a mass strap or a uh, fin strap Crotch or some drop. <laughs> Those <Strop>. are always <laughs> issues. <laughs> You know, you, you want to have enough backup uh, to make sure it doesn't ruin your day uh, that you're planning to dive. <laughs> the one thing I always do is uh, dive computers. Always have an extra dive computer and battery or two 
because those never, I mean, I, I have constant issues with those, but I usually bring backups and, and can fix something. Yeah, you something. were replacing batteries on the, on That's the right. Wednesday. Uh, the, once again, I, I had the tools that I needed to uh, conduct a quick bush fix. <laughs> From the piles of free stuff that people heap on, Greg. <laughs> true, true. Okay. But, I mean, you have to be prepared. I mean, uh, Brittany is the Aqua Gypsy. She's a dive instructor. She does a lot of dive instruction. Please don't ask her about a bush fix. No, I mean, you have tons of stuff in your dive bag to uh, save these little issues that have a tendency to pop up when you're out in the field. Am I right, uh, Brittany? Yes, definitely. Yeah, you have to. I actually have a whole Pelican case filled with... um, but it's called the Save a Dive Kit. I made right. it. I ordered the sticker, and mm-hmm. there is everything in there. Yeah, she has everything in her box. Bush box. That she, that's, bush everything fix. It's a bush fix, like in Australia. That's what you're talking about. Oh, I thought you meant like the President Bush. No. Are we still working on this? No, you just say a Save a Dive Kit. And, Greg's and just trying to dig himself out. No. Yeah, I mean, you just have to prepare for the unexpected. That's that's what it is. A good diver is always prepared. A good diver carries a roll of duct tape. That's it. Oh, or if well, the diver that- has a problem the day before, he calls his buddies and say, hey, do you have a spare set of regs you could bring with you on Thursday? Well, Greg's got 400,000 pair there. Yeah, he didn't I got bring a few. Any extras yeah, but we weren't him. here. We, we weren't, weren't planning once. to have a problem. I, I mean, I already fixed a, a different piece of you well, always PC. plan to have a problem. Okay, there you go. The, Especially the, when you're dealing with the, the word radio is plan, Jerry. Just like this plan. show, you've got six problems on air right now. Well, and the fact that you know Casey can't count, I got to <laughs> compensate for that because there is at least eight or nine. But that's okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. And on that disturbing note, we will wrap it up for another big edition of the uh, show. Until then, remember, it's always better. Where, gang? Down. Down. Where it is better. Safe diving, everyone. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen yes we all miss our loved ones and gases let's go the opinions you just heard on scuba radio are those of the hosts callers and guests okay you know what i just heard blah 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 they're not necessarily those of any station or network it's management or advertisers come on quit yanking me scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training oh what's the worst thing that could happen i could die have any questions or comments feel free to do so via the web at scuba radio.com